Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com, and I hope it finds you well today. Uh, we've got gold and silver rallying today as Jay Powell. Uh, this is a... a Reconfirmation hearing. Uh, I'll call it the dog and pony show. Uh, Jay Powell testifying, answering questions. I'm going to give you some of his answers. Uh, you shouldn't be shocked. Uh, once again, Jay Powell proving, proving that he doesn't care about the average American out there. They have no plans on trying to fight inflation for real. Uh, they're trying to hope that smoke and mirrors is going to get it done. Uh, that's not going to work. And I said it before, anyone who believes that, that you're going to control inflation by raising interest rates a couple of times, you need to get your head I mean, you just don't know what you're talking about. You have, you have literally lost grip on reality. This is how uh, difficult the situation is becoming. Uh, as always, it's almost like a habit now. Every day I'm going to tell you about new record high prices. Uh, if it wasn't bad enough at the grocery stores, uh, things are starting to get worse as the meat packers once again are saying, hey, guess what? The price of meat's going up. Uh, and, and, I mean, what was it? Up 20, 30 percent already last year. Uh, a potato shortage. You know, we were talking about. Remember, they had a cargo plane, three cargo planes to to Japan because McDonald's was running out of French fries. Uh, apparently, it's spreading. Uh, it hasn't gotten here yet. It, it, it's like coronavirus. Well, it started in Wuhan. Uh, the potato shortage at McDonald's apparently started in Japan, uh, but it is now spreading to other countries. And they say it won't be long until uh, French fries and possibly potato chips may be hard to get, Jason. And that's not going to go over well. I expect if it happens, and again, who knows, right? Now we can't. We can't produce enough potatoes, right? We can't produce enough French fries. Uh, it, it just, everything just makes no sense any longer. Uh, but I could just imagine, uh, if you thought people hated working at these fast food restaurants, I hate to see what would happen when they got to tell them they don't got any French fries, Jason. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, you can even go a step further. When's the, uh, the, the cooking oil and the deep fryers, if that becomes rare... <laughs> Can you imagine American without being able to deep fry everything? <laughs> palm oil was the first victim yesterday, right? Palm oil was high yesterday, so palm oil's... Yeah, palm oil hit a new all-time <laughs> record high yesterday. Uh, today, like I said, it was uh, the beef, uh, uh, and I guess the beef, the meat packers saying uh, that uh, prices of beef and chicken and pretty much everything that happens at the slaughterhouse... Uh, is going up again. Uh, the good news here is it's not at an all-time high yet, uh, but the highest level since November. Uh, they're saying that production has slowed. Uh, the variant has sickened workers. Beef output fell uh, almost 6% from a year ago. Wholesale prices yesterday uh, jumped a one and a half percent. Uh, that's the biggest one-day increase 
since August, and they're saying that, uh, especially in the beef market, uh, expect higher prices moving forward. And, and again, I guess I don't know where it ends. Well, I mean, Joe, I mean, inflation has really been a part of the Fed's uh, game for a long, long time, and they had their little 2% mark, so technically every year we were getting all-time highs. It just wasn't as noticeable. Now we're getting all-time highs on a monthly rate or a weekly rate, and it's a little more shocking because it's, it's in real time. Yeah, yeah. So when we're when we're sitting here and we're looking at all of this, uh, Jay Powell again talking in front of Congress. This is uh, for his renomination hearing. Uh, he he's going to get renominated. Uh, that that starts uh, in February. His next term starts in February. Uh, just really quick, I got to point out the Fed Vice Chair uh, Richard Clarida has stepped down early. As we know, Leo Bernard is going to take that job. The reason why he stepped down early is more, I don't, I don't want to call them illegal, should have been illegal, but more despicable trades uh, by one of our bankers. And we know that uh, of the Fed, the, of the 12 Fed banks, at least three of them uh, have, have made what we'll call questionable trades. And you know what I mean. Uh, they knew what they were going to do and made sure that uh, their stock positions and their bond positions uh, were in the best position possible to reap all of the uh, the benefits of their policies. And, and uh, at least in, in, as far as the vice chair, which, by the way, that's the second most, allegedly the second most important guy. Uh, this this guy, Jason, was making trades the day of that they were going to announce rate hikes, the days that they were uh, going to announce uh, the, or increasing their balance sheet, all of these things to enrich himself, uh, stepping down a couple of weeks early. But I only bring it up in this regard. They don't care. You know, the, you would think at these positions, at the, these levels, the most ethical people possible need to be in these spots. And, and let's face it, we know how it is. I don't know that that's possible, right? When you, when you talk about uh, these guys, uh, why wouldn't it be all of this money should have been in blind trust. They shouldn't have been able to even make a phone call to anybody. But again... Until you catch them doing it, the fact that they're benefiting from their own policies and we get stuck with the rest of it, it's time to end the Fed. But I guess we've got to go through a lot more inflation first. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 14 $1,814. Silver up a little over 20 cents right now, $22.00. And 65 cents as uh, Jay Powell is now testifying in front of Congress. Uh, and uh, just, uh, I forgot, there's one other thing, get ready. Uh, tires. Yeah, the we know how expensive tires have become. Uh, but now they're saying uh, U.S. tire shops are complaining about a tire shortage. Uh, snarled in the supply chain, overseas rubber industry in limbo. I, you know, and again, I, I, sure, why not add that to the list? 
I, I think that's just going to be the standard as we get uh, all of this inflation. Everyone, it's a supply problem. It's a bottleneck. It, it's a port problem. It's this problem. It's that problem. Uh, but uh, much higher prices are uh, getting ready to come down on tires, and uh, you may not be able to get tires, uh, at least certain kinds of tires, Jason, uh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, the rubber industry, I think, was having some problems before COVID a couple of years ago. So I think they're, they were trying to deal with uh, issues in their industry for a while. And so I, I'm surprised that this one hasn't really gotten a lot more attention because I think it's going to get really bad for, for rubber. And, and let me tell you right now, could you, I, could you imagine if the 18-wheelers don't have tires? And, and I know they've talked about this trucker shortage. You know, we were on vacation, uh, me, the wife, the kids, and, and we did – uh, a lot of driving. I can tell you right now, there are trucks everywhere. I mean, uh, driving, uh, if you're driving along the interstates uh, of this country, uh, you would not think there was a, uh, any shortage of truckers. I mean, they were, uh, it was nothing but trucks out on the road, uh, all day, you know, all along, all along. There's something, listen, let me just tell you the realities. Okay. They printed so much damn money. They spread it out. They gave it to everybody. And it's not just here. The only country really that didn't hand out a bunch of money was China. Everybody else was just handing it out hand over fist. And what we realized is the, the, the system that these, these banks have been running is, is now they're sitting there. Well, it's a supply problem. That's all, all you, matter of fact, Jay Powell today said supply issues, they've never really happened before. And I'm like, what? Yeah, of course, well, you know, yeah, it's not our fault. I mean, this hasn't happened like this before. And, and here's the reality. He's right about one thing. We never gave out all of the money like this before, which has created a supply problem. And now uh, what we're facing here is is an unprecedented rise in inflation now that was all caused by the amount of printing. And here's the problem, and, and I can't do a good enough job. My vocabulary isn't good enough. Uh, I, I, I'm not educated well enough to explain it to you because if I did, we wouldn't have a phone, there wouldn't be a phone line open. You have no idea the amount of money these morons created. They've created so much of it. These prices are, are, and again, we're just starting to see it. This is, you know, to use the analogy, because they always like to use the analogy of where we were in the in the great recovery. Are we in the early innings, the middle innings, late innings, baseball reference? We're in the early innings. But in listening to Jay Powell, he still doesn't get it, right? He he simply seems to think, "Oh no, don't don't worry, uh, it, it, it's going to let up soon." And the answer is, he's wrong. No, it's not. Remember, they told us when the supply issue started in 2020. Oh, that's going to be over uh, by t- early 2021. Well, now it's early 2022, and let's face it, the supply problem hasn't gotten better. It's actually gotten worse. And guess what? It's going to continue to be worse because that's how much money they've actually printed. If you actually listened to Jamie Dimon yesterday, 
Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, the the large, let's face it, uh, as far as I'm, the head criminal, if you will, he's the head, one of the head mob bosses of the world. Hey, this isn't stopping. You guys have no idea. They printed so much money. We're going to have great. We're going to have four percent economic growth. He says. Here's the problem. I think he may be right. I think we may get four percent. The problem is going to be inflation. It's going to be twenty. I think that's going to be the problem. And he even said, "Listen, we're going to have more than four rate hikes." Nobody wanted. It really got glossed over. Uh, but but I I don't think people really understand. Uh, what the real effects of all the money printing, Jason, and, and this supply problem. It wasn't a supply problem. It's a too much money problem, Jason. That's right, Joe. <clears throat> the, the markets are not healthy. They haven't been healthy for a while. They've been, you know, putting Band-Aids and, 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 and fake measures and, of course, the print, 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 printing. And, and uh, it, it, at some point, something has to happen. So at some point, you're going to have some, some some pain and suffering. At some point, you know they they've done a, a good job of, of 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 masking what happened in 2008 and trying to make you know trying to make people think that that's a, a long ago memory and that, that 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 was solved and fixed. That's a problem that never ended. They've just found different ways to to fake their way through it. And at some point, you you just can't fake it. And we're gonna. See, when it happens, Joe, it can happen very uh, in a very terrifying way, and uh, we'll we'll see that with the rate hikes and the tapering, and uh, I don't even know if they even get to the point where they can sell uh, their balance sheet, Joe. I, I just think. By well, let me tell you right now, you brought, I'm glad you brought it up because this is where we're heading. So let me let me give you some highlights of what he said so far. Now, granted, he's still talking, but at least so far this morning, uh, first the supply issues, he he thinks. And, and wrongly so, and maybe that's just what he wants to pretend, that it's not their fault there's a supply problem. It is their fault. Believe me when I tell you, it is their fault. We, we, we can produce uh, enough chips to sell 17 million cars. The problem is you gave out so much money, people wanted to buy more than that, and, and so did everybody else. Wage gains. This was another one. It was so laughable. Wage gains are not fostering persistent inflation so uh and, and I, i'm going to read these headlines and then i want to i'm going to give you a synopsis of jay powell's new line uh may start shrinking their balance sheet later this year and 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 the way he said it uh got really got uh the gold market running because it was almost like he didn't even believe it himself you know, when he, when he was, if you could be uh, uh, reading the body language and, and reading uh, the tone inflections of his voice, you're like, hmm, that, that kind of sounded uh, pretty sketchy. Uh, going to release, the Fed has been studying this digital currency. I'll call it FedCoin. They are going to release a new report in the next few weeks, uh, Powell uh, saying that in this report, it's going to be more about asking for input. So this is a big change. In other words, he's going to talk to the banks, talk to Wall Street, get their input, and I think this is just another nail in the coffin for the dollar. 
this the, the the cash money system as we know it. Uh, they've been they've been trying to get rid of cash. They've been bad mouthing cash for decades. Uh, the, any excuse they have uh, to monitor these things, uh, to to get people to stop using it. Uh, all of those things. This is uh, this is the the final blow here, and so now they're actually at the point. Think about this: they're at the point now where they want input from from the banks. They want input from Wall Street on how uh, the best way to roll this thing out. So he didn't even act like, oh no no, we're still studying it, or or we haven't made up our minds. No, we're we're going to release a report. We're going to be asking for input. That was a big deal in this speech. Also, inflation is still not entrenched. So this is the lie. So so let's go back to 2020. 2020, they already they knew what they did. They knew what they did. But they said, "Oh, don't worry. There's not going to be any inflation." Remember him and Janet Yellen together. Oh yeah, no inflation. And then they changed it to transitory. So now the new mantra is it's not entrenched yet. So think about we've had really uh, two years, because really inflation started in 2020 uh, and, and has just been picking up steam. But here's the new one. So now he's saying, listen, we're going to have really high inflation through the middle of this year. He did say if by the middle of the year inflation hasn't gotten any better, uh, then the Fed is going to use uh, even more to, in other words, we're going to raise rates even more uh, than what a lot of the markets are thinking. So, Jason, he, he's essentially buying himself another six months. That, that's kind of what I was uh, talking about a little bit yesterday, Joe. It's like, you know, did he have a few little tricks just to push push this thing a little further down the road, which I think that's kind of like their job now because there is no good answers. So the, the best thing they can do is, well, let's just uh, let's push it down the road a little further. Let's not think about it now. So let's see if we could do this or do that, you know, all their little tricks. And, and right now, uh, Joe, I, I mean, that, that, I, I guess that's possible, you know, push it to what, to the middle of the year maybe? Before well, you know, here, here, think about some of the idiotic things you said. So what are you telling us, that wages are going to go down? Well, you, you're, you're telling us that all of a sudden, uh, I don't know, McDonald's and Walmart and Target and everybody, oh, you know what, hey, I know we, we were paying you 15, 16, we're going to go back to paying you 12. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Wage inflation, and, and here's the other sad part. He thinks wage inflation's over. At least that's how I interpreted it. He's got a rude awakening coming because I, I already tell you right now, Jason and I yesterday were telling you the savings rate, everybody's out of money. Everybody's out of money starting in February if you make $90,000 or less in your household, uh, according to uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Well, Joe, maybe in uh, in Jerome Powell's mind, he will actually stop the inflation by upping these rates four or five times this year, and and uh, you know interest rates start to go up, and and the uh, the tapering actually ends in in March, and then the threat of selling the balance sheet. I mean, in theory, I guess that could slow down the the uh, the inflation, and and then maybe you know maybe there would be no more higher wages then at that point. Maybe that's that's maybe that's his take, Joe, but it's uh, far fetched. Yeah, and again, if you believe. That a couple of rate hikes, and when they're talking rate hikes, uh, 
We're talking quarter point. Go back to the 70s. So arguably, we can say, hey, listen, that was the last period of inflation. And, of course, let's face it, they did a lot of things like changing how they calculate inflation uh, to make it appear better. But by all accounts... You know the inflation of the of the '90s and the early 2000s. It was way more than two percent, but it was still probably historically average because inflation used to average four or five percent. I mean that was historically uh, before and after the '70s, before they changed all the calculations. That's what it ran, and that made sense, right? Because you had mortgages were 7.5%, right, 8%. Uh, you had 10-year uh, uh, notes yielding 7%, 8%. Fed's funds rate uh, was always above 5%. That was normal. So they wanted a way to, to boost, well, let's face it, stock prices and, and wealth for the wealthy. They changed inflation calculations and did all of these things. But if you go back to the 70s, they weren't raising rates by a quarter of a point in the 70s. They were raising rates by two and three full points to try to get inflation under control. We've got no shot with these little hikes. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, uh, Jason Walker, uh, as Jay Powell testified in front of Congress. Uh, it, and I, again, going back to the 70s, and, and it was a different era back then, right? The, the Federal Reserve truly, I don't know, truly, but they, they were much more secretive then. Uh, they, they didn't meet. Uh, with the Wall Street bankers, uh, they they didn't uh, propping up the stock market wasn't their number one goal. And of course, if you listen to Jay Powell, they'll tell oh, we've got two mandates: uh, full employment and and uh, a stable dollar. Well, if you look at the unemployment report, we, we're at full employment. I mean, we've got uh, unemployment uh, 3.9%, the way they track it. And uh, stable dollar, we have anything but, right? Uh, and obviously, uh, they did a lot to manipulate inflation. That allowed for uh, Wall Street to, to get to where, you know, at much higher levels than it would have historically been because they just lied. You remember, up until about a year ago, According to the Federal Reserve, there was no car inflation at all. Zero. None. It, it, it didn't exist. Which all of us know. Are you kidding me? 20 years ago, before, and this before the inflation, you know, 20 years ago, a new car was like 15 grand. Before the pandemic, a new car was 35 grand. But, you know, hey, we're not going to count it because, well, you know what? It's got a heated seat now. Heck, we could even get a seat to blow cool air on your fanny while you're driving. Uh, the car will beep. It'll beep if you're going to hit somebody. You know, all these things. Oh, well, it's got a, a TV screen in it now, and, and uh, you can plug your phone into it. So, uh, therefore, uh, there's no inflation. 
Now, granted, you couldn't buy a car for a new car for seventeen thousand dollars, but it doesn't matter. But this is these these are these uh, crazy adjustments. I guess, uh, unfortunately, for the Federal Reserve, uh, this latest bout of price increases has really caused car inflation to skyrocket. And, and Jason, I just don't think I I didn't think they ever thought this would happen. Otherwise, they would have had a way for adjust for this as well. Yeah, I, I don't know, Joe. Sometimes I uh, we, we talk about this all the time. Do, do they know what they're doing, and it's, it's a purposeful thing, or, or do they uh, have no idea what they're doing, and they're just bumbling their way through? And I, I tend to be of the uh, the thought that they know what they're doing, that they knew that this would come to an end because they've seen this throughout the history of currencies throughout the world that it does come to an end, and they learn from the past and make decisions to have a better result this time. So I, I don't know, Joe. I, I think they're very calculated moves. I, I, you know what? It's so funny you bring that. I think it's both. I, I think they, they, they know the dollar's coming to an end. That's what happens with fiat currencies. They all go to zero every time. I mean, think about it. There's probably not a better example when you when you talk about you know trends or or what whatever maybe you know in baseball if you hit the ball three out of ten times you're a three hundred hitter that's pretty good right you're you're a pretty good player uh, in in the NBA uh, if you make four out of ten shots four you know heaven forbid five out of ten shots you're you're a really good player you know you shoot forty fifty percent from the field hey you, you you're a good player quarterback in the NFL uh, if you complete sixty percent of your passes. Hey, you're you're a pretty good quarterback. When it comes to fiat money, going back almost, we're not quite there yet, but almost a thousand years now, fiat money's existed. Every single one of them, there's not even one exception, has always gone to zero. Every single time. Need I remind you, and, and uh, you know, uh, the professor, Glenn Biddle, uh, he, he kind of enlightened everybody, if you didn't know, the, the history books about the Boston Tea Party. Uh, the, that what, you're, what we teach our kids isn't exactly what happened. You know, the reason why our founding fathers did not want a central bank, did not want the bankers in charge really stems from what happened at the Boston Tea Party, which is, hey, they were using gold and silver, and primarily silver. You know, they call them trade dollars, right? And that's how the colonists, and and they did the trade. And then England said, hey, you know what? Uh, We want you to use this script. And so the, the, the colonists gave them the silver to get the script, and were using the script. And then, of course, uh, all of a sudden, uh, they realize, oh man, we printed way too many of these. Forget it. We don't want the script anymore. We're going back to silver. But they didn't give the colonists any silver for the script that they had, which is the reason why, uh, they had the Boston Tea Party to begin with. It actually had to do with bankers and fiat money. But they, they listen, they don't want you to learn that. They, they want us to be educated the way they want us to be educated. But I only bring it up because the inflation of the 70s, the money printing that happened before that was minuscule to what they've done today. The world's never seen something like this. And need I remind you, listen, we've got the same 
ugly scenario. We've got a Jay Powell is such a weak man. Listen to his nonsense uh, that he's trying to spew to everybody. Now, well, you know, if inflation is going to be really bad for another six months, but it's not entrenched yet, how, how long until it's entrenched? Is that another one? I guess we're going to have to bury the word entrenched uh, six months from now because I promise you it's not going away. We have a extremely weak president on top of this, Jason. I think it's the perfect storm uh, the, that everybody is going to be caught off guard as to the fact of, wait a minute, he's been raising rates, but inflation isn't slowing down. How come? And I think it's going to catch a lot of people off guard. I think you're correct, Joe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, it's all about timing, Joe. That's the one thing we've... Uh, I think a lot of people thought markets were going to have some sort of a uh, a blow up last year, but because of the policies and the and, and the, the way they decided to treat the inflation like it wasn't happening, it's it's pushed it back into this year. And I, I think even the most staunch uh, market uh, you know cheerleaders out there that I think they're starting to see that there's some big dark clouds coming, and uh, it's it's just timing, Joe. It's like I. I, I when is it going to happen? I think I know. I think there's, there are people that uh, that make decisions on when to let these markets go. They, they know when it's going to happen. We just don't know when it's going to happen. That's what I like about gold and silver, Joe, is you just don't worry about this stuff. Once you've sa- saved enough of this on the side, you know that uh, when things go left or right, up and down, it's it's not going to affect you quite as much when you're when you got a little wealth insurance, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, Gold's up uh, $17, $1,817 uh, right now. Silver's up $0.25 cents here, uh, $22, almost $22.75. We're going to heat up some gold here today, uh, $20 gold pieces. Yesterday, there were 2075 Gold's up almost 20 bucks and, and still going here. But one through nine, two thousand seventy-five. So we're going to ignore the price increase from today. But I'm going to make it a little better for you. Buy ten or more. Buy ten or more. Two thousand sixty-five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And you know what? I just decided. You know what's the heck with it? Buy twenty or more. 2055. So uh, three tiers here. One through nine, 2075. Ten through 19, 2065. Twenty or more, 2055. At 800 951 As we watch uh, Jay Powell being, uh, I would call it absolutely dovish today uh, as this is this confirmation hearing uh, in front of Congress. This is, and again, this is more of a formality than anything else. Uh, but Jay Powell kind of saying maybe we'll do some balance sheet, but no one really believes it. Uh, and again, still trying to, to tell us that inflation isn't entrenched yet, but if by the middle of the year it's still really bad, then maybe I'm going to do something, Jason. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he hasn't really said anything truthful about inflation since it started. And uh, we've had inflation, 
You know, I, I, I just want to keep going back to it. Before 2021, we had inflation. Before coronavirus, we had inflation. It was here. They, they've been stealing from us, knowingly stealing from us for years and years and decades and decades. Uh, it's just reaching a new level, and people get you know freaked out when uh, the dollars and their paychecks and the dollars and their accounts can no longer buy the same amount of things. People start to wake up. That's what they're worried about, Joe. And, yeah. and I'm going to tell you this. They've been able to put it off because of the fact that they handed out so much money, right? Uh, you didn't have to pay your rent. You, didn't, you still don't have to pay uh, your student loans. Here's checks for you. Here's all of these uh, other programs. Uh, hey, here's, oh, you got kids? Here's an extra $300 a month a kid. And all, I mean, so many things uh, to hide this. And I think what's happened now, and we saw it with the credit card data, uh, the debt data out, uh, and that was a November number. So it's a lagging number. The huge explosion of debt back on the credit cards, the largest monthly gain in credit card debt in the history of credit cards. So, you know, you think about it, uh, credit cards uh, have only been around for a little over 50 years. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, the largest gain ever. And I think, Jason, it's going to get very interesting over the next 90 days as, as more and more people run out of money. Uh, all of a sudden, I think this inflation thing's uh, going to have a much different tone to it. It sounds like a lot of uh, credit lines got increased and a lot of credit lines got created in 2020 and early 2021. And so... People at the end of 2021 decided to fill those, uh, fill that up, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to use that room, and uh, at some point you run out of room, right? Because we don't have the uh, printing press. We're not the Federal Reserve. We can't just print. Uh, we, we can't just put our uh, debt limits to whatever high le- levels we want. I mean, wouldn't you love to have just a an unending credit line that you could just keep on using and never have to pay back, Joe? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be great? How the whole world works. Here's the interesting thing: the Dow, uh, it's it's flat. Uh, the Dow is flat. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ are a little higher today. But, you know, the, the NASDAQ, which has had a horrible run, it's up 160. Uh, and when I say the Dow is flat, the dollar, it's within one point of, uh, well, it's actually now down six. Uh, but even the the dovishness of Jay Powell, uh, Wall Street's like, mm, I don't know if I buy it. And I think because I think a lot of them know, uh-oh, well, what's going to happen in the summer when inflation's still running 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, heaven forbid, 10%. What are they going to have to do then? And I think that's when it gets scary for them. Yeah, Joe, and it's funny because these, uh, all these, uh, the S&P and the, the NASDAQ, the Dow, they were all down yesterday and they kind of rallied at the end of the day. And then today, a lot of them started lower, and then they're coming back up. You know, right now, they're coming back to, to being equal, and, of course, the NASDAQ's up. A little little more volatility going on, Joe, than uh, we've seen. You know, a, lot of pe- a lot of shaky uh, traders, I think. Well, I, and again, I think the, the here's the one thing that I think is, is going to be very, very clear. Uh, the Fed stimulus that has been pumping up uh, the bubble has ended. That, that, I think, is that's a certainty. Now the question is, is there a way somehow possible that we can only have to hike rates 
three or four times to get out of this. I, I'm 1,000%. I'll bet everything I have on nope. It's going to take a lot more than that. And I think the pain is going to be a lot worse than what Wall Street is hoping for. Now, here's the thing. They know Jay Powell's weak. So they're hoping, hey, you know what? He He's going to relent. Kind of what you were saying yesterday, Jason. Eh, we're just going to have to live with 5%. Yes. Uh, and, and we'll just call that the new normal. Yeah, I, I really think that's where it's going, Joe. And, I, and uh, I, you know, we don't know how all this is going to for sure uh, uh, work itself out. But can they get away with uh, doing another round of printing where, I, I mean, essentially they'd have to print about ten times what they just did. You know, you know nine, $9 trillion balance sheet, that might have to be a $90 trillion balance sheet. Can they actually get away with that? I mean, are we going to allow inflation to, 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 to go there and be all right with that? I, I don't know if we... I mean, Joe, we're in a wacky world we live in, so we'll, we'll see what they do. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. 800 uh, Like I said, gold up $17, uh, 1817 uh, Silver's up 25 cents here, just under $22.75. Uh, we've got $20 gold pieces. Uh, volume deals galore here, so... Uh, one through nine, two thousand seventy-five. If you buy ten through nineteen, two thousand sixty-five. Twenty or more at two thousand fifty-five. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and I've got to do it. I I don't have a lot of information on this, uh, but it is uh, just breaking here. That apparently Republicans on the House Oversight Committee have released several emails which suggest Dr. Fauci may have known that COVID-19 originated from a lab leak. Uh, this, that's just breaking. Uh, I don't have any more details on it as of this moment. Uh, but uh, wouldn't that be something, again, and I only bring it up, you know, because... Of, uh, you know, you think about, uh, all the things that this guy has said and done, and, and if this is true, and I don't know that it is, this is, uh, just what, what, what is breaking here, that they actually knew the whole time that this was a lab leak, Jason, uh, should the guy be in prison? Right, should, uh, right, automatically, you're, you need to go to prison, uh, your pension, all that thing, you know, if he retires right now, I think he would be, uh, the biggest pension in the history of the United States. I think all that should be taken away as well. Uh, but, but I would not be surprised if it was. I, I, you know, it, it made the most sense, uh, to, to all of us that, you know, just like to use common sense when they do things, Jason. Yeah, I thought they already dis, uh, determined that storyline that it was a Wuhan China lab thing, and I, th- I think I thought they established that he knew about it. I, I don't know. I, th- I thought they, that was something that they talked about in Congress, and he had to lie about it right in front of people. I, I thought that was already established, Joe, but now I guess well, that's I mean, breaking again, news. <laughs> if, if you're going to release emails from him with him, I, I, this is the first time I, I, I've I've heard that. Hey, here's the actual emails where we know you knew it. And, and now we can, without, you know, and of course, Ron Paul said this, or uh, I'm sure it was Ron Paul all along that Fauci had lied to Congress. Uh, well, here it would be. This would be it, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, that'd be nice if they do something about it. I they don't do that in Washington D.C. They they protect their own. That's not going to happen. How do I get a feeling somehow he's going to get a a promotion or something oh, out gosh. of the whole thing? Yeah, well, it just makes all the other liars very comfortable in the fact that you could just do it out in the open and uh, right there in front of open Congress. So I guess uh, maybe this will uh, strengthen the resolve of these crooked politicians. Yeah. Well, and again, I, I just another horrible example. It's just like Jay Powell right now. Uh, who in the right mind uh, would be renominating this guy? He, he, we, we've got uh, the worst inflation, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, it's going to be the worst inflation the country's ever had. And he, he's the guy behind it. Him and Janet Yellen, they both need to be gone. She needs to be out. He needs to be out. The problem is, I hate to say it, but if they if they got him out, then it would be Lael Bernard, and I think she's even worse. Why do I get the one behind her? Probably be worse than that, too. <laughs> well, that's just the trend, isn't it? I mean, think about it. Alan Greenspan, listen, Alan Greenspan, they thought they pulled it off. They actually believed their own BS. And every Fed governor since then is a little worse and a little worse and a little worse and a little worse. And the hole we keep digging gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Get that gold put away before all of this comes crashing down. 800 951 592 